them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today, we're going to be talking about a few things. Last time, I didn't go over everything we said we were going to talk about. So this time, I'll make sure I go over everything that I state, at least. We're going to talk about the Game Awards. We're going to talk about the winners. Talk about the announcements. And we're going to talk about Halo Infinite. If we talk about anything else, we're going to talk about anything else. But right now, that's the three topics we got lined up for today. Before we get into those topics, as usual, Jalen, Josh, whoever want to go first, please update the people on your current whereabouts or um, what, what have you done lately. Um, I'm smooth. Uh, finals is pretty much wrapping up. I got all my work turned in. I'm good to go. So now it's just a, a what, two, three weeks of vacation? Two, three weeks of vacation. Ooh, that's nice. Nice. So yeah, play some of these video games, get relaxed, catch up on sleep. <laughs> well, that's good. Hopefully the um, everything went good, smooth with the final and all of that jazz. Well, that's good though. I need some vacation. I'm about to be on that um, what's that called? That 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 that, that parental leave or whatever. Um, uh, soon oh, yeah. enough. Okay, well, I'm waiting on that to clock in. I'm like, well, it's about that time. But you know, it's mm-hmm. gonna be it ain't gonna be uh all sunshine and rainbows once that. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what it's like. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, but good to hear. Good to hear. Um, we definitely want to play something, play some of these games that just coming out on Game Pass. It's quite a few. But uh, what about you, Jalen? What you been up to? Yeah, first off, I ain't never heard Josh say he's smooth. Not using he did that say he's smooth. You. He said he's smooth all the time. What you talking about? Bro, he like, I'm good. I'm good. He said smooth. <laughs> I had I raised my arm. I'm going to like, wait, what? Not just fine. <laughs> But, that's that vacation. That's vacation, Josh. It's the momentous occasion. Right. That's vacation, Josh. You ain't never seen him like that. He got to cut up. He cut his own hair. <laughs> no, nah, I mean I'm uh I'm straight though. Um I just been trying to get the winter break, man. I don't man, my school I just looked at my uh calendar when Josh said he get like two or three weeks off. I'm looking like and I don't go to winter break until after this week. So that mean I get like two weeks off, bro. I'm sad. I think I gotta go back on June, uh, January third, bro. So, but um, I mean it's straight though. Like I'm just trading along, mm-hmm. uh, school, hitting that DoorDash. I've been I've, I've been on this war zone. It's getting kind of surgical. You feel me? Oh my God. But, please, uh, <laughs> about war zone, please. <laughs> Don't taint our <laughs> podcast with that garbage, man. man but this it's been it's been getting me through the days, man. So, uh, <laughs> but no, nah, everything everything good. I'm just same old, same old holiday stuff. So, gotta start some Christmas shopping with the money that I don't have. So, yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's good. That's good. Uh, a lot of um, yeah. I think we all in like these um interesting spaces right now it's a lot of uh interesting stuff happening for each and every one of us so it's cool it's cool um but you know moving forward uh 
into some of these topics. Um, mainly the first one I'm, I'm interested in talking about is uh, the Game Awards. And um, I don't know. I mean, did it disappoint? <laughs> Maybe, but it's three hours. I don't think you can really have a great show throughout three freaking hours. I literally watched two and a half hours of it. I, I missed the first, like, 30 minutes. But after that, I was tuned in, and boy, did it take forever. But yeah. um, it was straight. I mean, I think for what it was, um, what's his name? Jeff Keeley. He's pretty, he, he's starting to get better at what he at the actual showcase and um, showing off stuff that people are interested in. Most of the time it was every time he has do a, a award, he had like at least two world premieres or whatever. So he had a pretty stacked lineup. Obviously it's not, everything's not for everybody, but overall, if you watched it, you probably got something decent out of it. Um, what would you say, Josh, if you watched it? Yeah, I watched uh, 90% of it. Um, it was, like you say, the the world premieres. I felt like most of them were all like stuff that was somewhat interesting in somebody. Um, mm-hmm. Every now and then, you know, they got to sprinkle in like here go a Fortnite trailer for you know a five year old yeah. game. But <laughs> yes, sir, um, Destiny guy trailer. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, another five. It was that's like eight years, <laughs> like something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think the award part is always like the it's a hard balance to like keep people interested in seeing new stuff, but also you know it's still an award show, so people gotta go up and get a speeches. But it was, I think it was a pretty pretty decent year. It wasn't nothing I was really um, disappointed in. It, it was just too long, like you said. If it was shorter, mm-hmm. it probably would have uh, felt more rounded or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, and that's kind of how I felt about it too. I was just like, mm, too long. But overall, at least they, I, I enjoyed, you know, watching it. Um, so some of these, um, like, I guess, where do we want to start? We want to start with the awards, or do we want to start with the games or stuff that we announced that we was actually interested in? What would you all like to? I start guess we with? can go with the awards because I feel like it might it might be the shortest. Because, you, know, you know, it's just whether you agree with it or not. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, let's just, I guess, let's get the, I, I really don't care about esports. Esports, don't care. Um, none of that stuff. Most anticipated game out of God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden, Horizon Forbidden West, Breath of the Wild sequel, Starfield, or Elden Ring? Which one of y'all, th- which one y'all think? <laughs> And then again, God of War, Forbidden West, Breath of the Wild, Starfield, Elden Ring. Like our our opinion? Which one do you think is the most anticipated? And all those all those companies who get the who who got the most stands? Man, they gotta be uh Elden Ring. <laughs> what you think, Jamin? I'm finna say Zelda. Yeah, it's Elden Ring. It's I don't know why. I really don't because From Software is already a niche type of game. But I guess with Bloodborne, it became un you know it, it became mainstream. 
But at the same yeah. time, everybody doesn't beat those games. Everybody beat Breath of the Wild. So I really don't understand Elder Ring. Maybe it was just people that was actually voting. But I was like, I don't see how that. I think this Breath of the Wild is not. It's not real yet. <laughs> I mean, I know I, they showed yeah. it. But like they show it once every two years. That's not. But yeah. Elder Rings was the, was that like last year? Remember when it, it it won last year for most anticipated. And yeah, I don't. I think it might be a not like I don't know who votes for it, but it's like I feel like for certain communities, like especially online people, mm-hmm. really care about Elden Ring. Whereas like I don't think it's like a casual game that people actually care about. But for like people on YouTube and Twitch and stuff, I think that is probably the most interesting because it has mm-hmm. it's big it's it's difficult people gonna be talking about it for a long time so okay yeah um it was interesting i was like okay well i mean that's fine i, I don't really care about their where the awards go i just think of it like from a statistics and like the stands of these communities i don't think maybe maybe the nintendo community doesn't watch the game awards often uh, but the player, uh, the best indie debut went to Kena Bridge of Spirits. I'm not sure if y'all even remember this game, but it was like the game where, um, they had a little black, little artsy or a little cute little Pixar like graphics. It was a PlayStation five game. Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember it was an indie, but it was, um, me and Karina are currently playing through it. I mean, I don't really the Artful Escape for Forgotten City, Sable, Valheim. I don't really know none of these other games outside of the Artful Escape. I never played it. It looked cool, mm-hmm. but I would expect Kena to kind of win that one. That was probably the biggest budget one, and it had a showcase yeah. on PlayStation. So there wasn't really no surprise there. Best sports exploration game, Forza Horizon 5. That's really not a surprise either um what what was in there you know fifa f1 2020 hot wheels unleashed obviously this was a slow year hot wheels unleashed being in there riders republic um you know i i just expected this to you know, already go to forza uh yeah. best multiplayer uh that was interesting actually because back for blood was in it which nobody liked knockout city Monster Hunter Rise, though, New World, which is that very, like, popular Amazon, Amazon game. Yeah. And Valheim, and then It Takes Two. I don't understand how It Takes Two took it, but, I mean, people really liked It Takes Two. And I really liked It Takes Two. I played it with Karina, but, I mean... It's a co-op multiplayer versus like a really large open world multiplayer. But I get that Monster Hunter Rise can be played offline or It Takes Two is literally a multiplayer only game. It Takes Two, if you don't remember, is that game about the relationships uh, between a man or uh, his wife, uh, him and his wife and their daughter and blah, blah, blah. They turned into these little puppets and they had to go around this world and uh, get their feelings or re- kindle their relationship in order to save themselves that was pretty much the premise of it takes two and it was two players had to play with a partner um that was interesting to be monster hunter rise but i mean i guess that's not really the focus of monster hunter i guess the focus is the monsters but i was still expected new world or monster hunter rise to be it takes two um 
if y'all well, jump in if y'all got opinions i'm just talking yeah i was gonna say that and i feel new world wouldn't have won because it's kind of mixed um like i think people that play it like yeah hmm. i didn't know that like, yeah, it's been a lot about it because it's, you know, it's by Amazon, but they've been having a lot of issues um, where it's like, I think they, because it's player trading in the game, mm-hmm. but people find a glitch to like duplicate stuff. So they have to turn off uh, player trading, but then that caused another glitch in which then they have to turn off all money to stop that <laughs> So really? it's had a lot of like technical <laughs> issues. I don't know how fun the game is, but it's had a lot of technical issues. Um, so, and then Monster Hunter, like it, like you said, it it does have its like single player component. It's I can't say it's not based around multiplayer because it is, but I feel like Take Two is at least it's taking multiplayer and like that's its main focus. Without the multiplayer, is you really? can't have that game. You so ain't have yeah. That game, yeah. I think that's kind of why it would win best multiplayer. But if you shoot down the best family, it's fighting monster juggernauts like Mario Party Superstars, Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World, and it takes two wins again. <laughs> I was surprised yeah. by that one again. It's like so it's already currently uh, got two under his belt. Best family, obviously, Mario Party. You would think. Pokemon Snap, okay, that's not really family-oriented, but it's still a Pokemon game. And then you got Super Mario 3D World. That is super family. So I was just kind of like, mm, it takes two winning again. That's interesting. And I think mm-hmm. um, uh, it was definitely, um, it was, it, it, I guess it was just more so, I'm not, like I said, I don't care who won because obviously Mario probably, and you know, these people won multiple times. It's just interesting when you see it compared to these other games that you know are really a lot more uh, family-oriented. those are, That was like a whole relationship game. I don't th- see nobody playing that with their kids. But, you know, Super Mario 3D World, New po- Pokemon Snap, Mario Party, yeah, that, that, that's some kid games. But best mm-hmm. family game, that, that, that's the genre. So when I, when I put it to that and I critique it in that way, no, it's not a family game. It is a co-op multiplayer play with your partner game not a family game but i guess your partner yeah, is but your family so. i would say i feel like it's the best new game on that list because like what, mario party um, well super mario 3d world yes i mean it, because it was a great game before it's still a great game now but maybe it's just not enough you know yeah it's already been it, decorated. It, it, that new factor because a lot people might already played it Mm-hmm. Um, like that, especially if you have a family, like that might have been a family game that you picked up already. Yeah. Um, and the other games, like I don't know how Pokemon Snap was, but I feel like they're just not. Uh, As I don't know, they maybe they didn't stand out. They were good. They're okay, but if it didn't stand out, like yeah, you just take a picture. You're not really doing much. People get yeah tired of that. WarioWare, get it together. That was another one that was because I know, feel that like that category set. would will always be won by like games like the uh, what was that fitness game that came out on the Switch like oh you're talking about uh, Fing Fit Ring or no yeah Fit. yeah it's like a party game or a family game that everybody is like talking about and everybody yeah. trying to get it is all sold out and yeah. it was it wasn't really nothing in that category this year. 
Exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right on that one. Uh, best fighting game. Um, Demon Slayer, the, uh, you know, Kami Chronicles, Guilty Gear Strive, Metly Blood, Nickelodeon All-Stars. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, y'all. I mean, I don't see no, well, I guess they can't put Smash up here. <laughs> and it ain't up here. Uh, Virtual Fighter 5, um, Guilty Gear Strive took it. I have not bought that game. I tried to steer clear from these, um, sh- fighting games, but Guilty Gear Strive was... Uh, a game I wanted to get for like 30 it just never hit that mm-hmm. price on Black Friday so that waits for it to drop even further now because at this point I have passed the point where I really am interested but um, I still want to give it a shot I would not expect get Demon Slayer another one of those copy and paste Naruto game arenas to really win but I mean it, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they have a lot of flashy moments and stuff like that I think Guilty Gear was probably the winner of it all metley blood I, um or melty blood i don't know nothing about so i can't really talk to it for virtual fighter 5 i did not expect that to win it was okay so um i was already under the impression that guilty gear strive was going to win that category because it was just not nothing in there that was really going to mess with it at all so yeah uh, best role-playing game. Um, yeah, this is a little interesting. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shimagami Tensei, and Tales of Arise. Um, the one I have the least amount of knowledge on one, Tales of Arise. Um, I would really... I don't expect Cyberpunk to win just because of the bad press. Um, yeah. And it truly not being a real RPG, in my opinion. I think it was a great story, but I don't think it was an RPG. It's not much you can really do to impact the world outside of not, you know, get these characters' relationships. It's not much else yeah. you can do, really. It's like that story is going to play that story, you know? It wasn't really yeah. big on the RPG element, so I understand it not winning. Um, Shin Megami Tensei, I have nothing, no, nothing about it, but it's been so hyped that I expect it to kind of wipe everything else. Uh, talk to, you know, did you know a little bit more about Shin Megami and, like, well, why yeah, it it's, lo- overlooked? it's a, for, like, people who like RPGs, like, just leveling up and building a party and stuff like that. It's a really good game. Uh, just like it has all the mechanics that Persona has where you talk to, you know, the enemies and convince them to join your team or give you money and stuff like that. But um, it's very where Persona has the like high school element where you can like hang out with people and stuff and you get to know the characters. Mm-hmm. Shimagami Mitente is not about that. It's just about getting strong well, I, I would say it's very deep where you, like, all your decisions matter. So, like, it's, it has, like, 20 different endings and stuff like that. So, it, it has a lot of RPG elements, but I still think it's pretty niche, especially for, like, awards. I wouldn't expect it to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlet Nexus, I didn't, I, I, I wrote that Yeah, off. Scarlet Nexus, I feel like it it just it didn't really make an impression. Uh, yeah. Monster Hunter, it's is rpg but not really so um yeah so i saying yeah I, I agree with cyberpunk cyberpunk is not really um an rpg either 
And Tales of Arise, I didn't play it. I played some of the older games, and they were okay, like just like those, you know, decent anime games. But then they kind of fell off for a while. What I hear about this one is that it's at least good combat. Like they really put a lot of time in making the combat fun. Um, mm. I don't know about the story. The story is probably still super cliche, but it. I, I, I think it's fair. Like it, it, they came back and um, people enjoyed it. So, yeah, okay. I just never, I never pay attention to it. Cause I always, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really play those types of games in in the, in, in the first place. I'm playing through something on Stadia right now. It's called YS. It's something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was playing through the island one where you get lost on the island. It's a, the, I like the combat a lot. It's pretty interesting. It's not like super deep. So, um, I mean, I was just looking for something to play as I sat around the house and I didn't feel like getting on my computer or nothing. So I would just play that while I'm sitting downstairs waiting for Karina or something to f- finish cooking or whatever she's doing. So I've been playing that, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can look it up more and see if it's something that I'm interested in playing, but... More yeah, than likely, I was, saying, I was just playing combat, and if it's combat is good, and they actually focused on that, maybe it might be something worth checking out. Yeah, I was gonna try it once it's on sale, because um, they're again they're usually long games, and if the story is not like engaging, you might fall off. But at least I, like I said, the the combat seems uh, interesting. Did that come out on Stadia? I don't know. I don't. Know. No, it might have. It's, it's a only oh, Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five, PC, PlayStation Four, Xbox One. Oh, okay. Yeah, it didn't come out on Stadia. I thought I saw it on Stadia, but maybe it was something else. Uh, but it don't matter. Okay, that's. It, it seems it might like be the, my Game Pass game if it uh come back. Yeah. <laughs> or come out on Game Pass. It might. It might. It just might. But when you get like a nod like that, I don't. Sometimes they just don't do anything like yeah. that. They be like, they come find us. But uh, uh, best action or venture. Um, that that character that that category was stacked with things that were almost good enough, to in my opinion. Um, Ratchet and Clank. Was, yeah, um, that's the one I'm surprised about. They didn't win anything for Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, they didn't win a family game. They went well. It wasn't the in family. <laughs> it wasn't the in family game. It, it was like the categories that they were supposed to win. It got. It was just like nah, but um, yeah. I think because it cost. I think you know what hurt them. Nobody the played it. <laughs> nobody played it, and the cost of it, and plus it was on the PS Five only, and nobody could. No, yeah, no, yeah. Essentially, nobody could play it, and that seventy dollar price tag really hurt them. Like I think if they would have kept it at sixty and actually put it on the PS Four or made some type of version for that. It probably would have got denied for the best action. Um, Metroid Dread, uh, Marvel's Guardian um, of the Galaxy, which just kind of snuck in there at last minute. Psychonauts 2 did the same thing. Resident Evil Village. Um, I really liked Resident Evil Village, but it, it's just not the game that I would say best action. Over yeah. this group of things, though, the only one that I could say that would really cause a problem would have to be it would have to go to steel to ratchet because that was probably the most pristine version of their 
Um, it was probably the best, um, the best a action adventure game could be, where it comes to like gameplay, story, um, cinematics, and artistic style. Metroid Dread was great, and I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I think. I think there's a factor. You think of, Ratchet had really good, like from what I was combat? watching for the reviews and what I watched when I played on a previous combat. Yes, I did. Unfortunately, only played like an hour and a half of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart because I just bought it because mm. it was thirty dollars. I did not buy it when it was seventy. I was <laughs> like, no, I wait, and I just bought it. Play like two hours, but um, I feel like it's still reminiscent of what it was in the past. You know, it was basically mm-hmm. very fluid, very easy going. And, you know, you had all these weird, you know, s- cool gadgets you can use. And then there's things that you use to build off of the world. And then they got these cool rifts that you can float through. And I- I'm assuming this is the reason why they couldn't, um, you know, run it on the old systems. So I feel like it was the most advancing action adventure because they were trying to push some type of envelope and then it was also it still had a pretty it still has the story seems interesting enough i think maybe that's probably why i didn't win because the story might not have been the greatest at the end of it at the end of the day but metroid dread really it doesn't have a story it's literally based off of its action alone and for it to be Mm -hmm. a 2d platformer um i can make a case that resident evil village deserved it more um, because of simply the type of gameplay and the repetitive, it's like, it's in that same similar thing where you kind of go through, you go through these scenarios and you can go, you can even, um, re- it's like this replayability and it's like feeling of, you know, kind of progress or whatever. And you getting new items and going and going through and solving puzzles. Resident Evil Village had more of a, um, it, it, it didn't have like a, it didn't have its. It, it wasn't as scary as you would want it to be, but it was visually appeasing. It was. It was really uh, well done, and the 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 stuff that you actually went and fought, you didn't feel like you were repeating the same areas over and over again. And I don't. I haven't beaten Metro Dread, Metroid, so I guess you could talk to about it a little bit more. I just was like, I could probably make a case on why Metroid Dread couldn't have won. It's not like it's definitive. Like it. It was. It wasn't like I could say this one deserved to win. Like everything else, like best role playing, I could say Cyberpunk, no, Scarlet, no, Shimon Gavin Tensei, I don't know much about, but I don't think, I don't know. And you know, but this one, I was like, I know these games. I think Resident Evil could have won this one easily. What do you think? I feel like for this category, I wouldn't give it to Resident Evil in the sense where. I, it, there is combat, and mm-hmm. of course, but a lot of it is also like hiding and stuff like that. So I feel like it's in a weird spot where it's, it should win like a lot of categories, but, but like away. for action, yeah. But for action adventure, at least for me, I personally wouldn't even have put it in that category. Maybe just I like would have put a horror or something, horror, yeah, um, survival um, horror category. But I don't think it yeah. had that type of. It didn't have enough of those out to, to come out that to, to put in it, that into a category. Like, best action adventure, this could have easily have been put into... They could have put easily put Deathloop in this, too. But they Well, they, they put, have two categories. They got action. And then, uh, oh, for, okay, best action. action adventure. 
Yeah. That's weird. Why does it? I don't understand. Best action slash adventure, then best action. But it's just off of his action alone, but then this one has an adventure tied to it. Well, the uh, or at least on IGN site, they say it's action adventure is combat plus puzzles, whereas action is just combat. Um, okay, well, what do you think? Metro oh, but I was going to say, um, I think that uh, Ratchet and Clank is probably the only game that could have you. I feel like you can make a case that should have won. I mean, I haven't played Psychonauts, but um. I don't think it's is really resting on its like combat like that. No. Uh, but what I will say is that I I've never really played a lot of the Ratchet and Clank games. I played some of them and I played a lot of games in that genre. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel like they are fun. But when it comes to like really pushing your skill, I don't I don't it's know how. There. Yeah, it's nothing there. Yeah. Whereas Metroid has really good boss fights, especially as you get further on you get more abilities like the they really start to like all right you got to use that parry you got to use all these abilities that you got uh Mm -hmm. super quick to keep up so i feel like strictly combat i think that that's why metroid wins and uh but i think it should have been in the best action then not best action adventure because it's not really an adventure to me it just feels like it's action and you're going through and you're like like oh well you explore and you know but that's not your way through. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, because it's like puzzles too. So you're, it, it fits the category of an adventure. Your puzzles, you're solving puzzles. You get build ups to explore new areas. It makes sense. I just, mm-hmm. I just, I would, I would bank Metroid Dread on just. I would say this is more of an action game than a adventure game. And reverse. What I would say, say is that. Um... I'm I'm surprised Returnal was separated because they're pretty much the same game except Returnal is like procedural. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like best action. I would think I would think Deathloop should be in best action adventure, and then Metroid Dread should be with best action. And I still think I I would still think um, Metroid Dread would should have won that bias because Far Cry Six no, Chivalry no, Back for Blood no, Returnal no. I would think. If that was flipped, like if I'm, the list I'm looking at, like Metroid Dread was down below and Deathloop was up top, you would have a better, you know, category. You would have a better, like that 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 would fit better for me. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they maybe maybe something caused it to to fit that category more. And Returnal has plenty. I mean, of puzzles. it could just be um, not like. You know, like stacking your team, just mm-hmm. separating them so they don't have to compete and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that way you like can have like Returnal win and Metroid win. Otherwise, because I'm pretty sure they are just the exact same style game, but yeah, they wanted to separate them. Yeah, I don't think Returnal should have won a reward to be honest, but that's me. I don't like that game. It was pretty. <laughs> It was. It, it wasn't bad. It was just the, the fact of you couldn't turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Unless, and, and that's. It's really annoying when you have more stuff to do than just play a game all day. I don't like that fact. Um, like every other game I was playing had the ability to stop. You know, but it's just this game. Just like no, you gotta continue. You gotta give me all your time. And then some of those, you know, biomes took forever to get through. So. 
I don't think it should reward a reward, um, but whatever. That's not that's not me for me to decide. Um, the best action went to Returnal over Deathloop, Far Cry, Chivalry, and Back for Blood. Um, so there there's that. Best VR, I really didn't expect Resident Evil to not win. Uh, I think it was a shoe in because it's just Resident Evil and VR. But um, yeah. Uh, innovation, innovation and accessibility. Far, uh, Forza Horizon Five took that one um, as well. I think it's just more so the customization abilities and all the settings. Um, best what game, I what um, I didn't know is because um, it has a mode where it slows down time if if the game is too fast. But they have like sign language mode where like it's literally somebody on the screen doing sign language. So I think that's why that that game won. Really. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> interesting. They just throwing out signs the whole time. Okay. That's yeah. Interesting. Um, but no, I I think that's a I think that's a cool category to keep pushing toward the forefront because it allows for a lot of those accessibility options to kind of push into other games too. Like, I mean, the other people that was here was The Veil, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Far Cry 6. Uh, some big heavy hitters here. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what The Veil is, but it sounds like these companies are at least trying to, you know, get better at the accessibility. So that's always cool. I know last time it was Last of Us 2 um, that won mm-hmm. because they did a lot of stuff too uh, with their color modes. And I think there was a lot of different things that they did. Um Best community support. Um, I honestly thought that was going to be Apex, but it was Final Fantasy. But was that fifteen or fourteen? Fourteen. Fourteen. Or fourteen online. Um, I should have known. It was honestly Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Final Fantasy, Destiny Two, and Apex, and I was like, maybe Apex now, but no, mm-hmm. it was Final Fantasy. Still, I I don't know what won last year. Might have been Fortnite, but um. Final Fantasy just got a a group of heathens that won't leave the game alone and they can play it constantly and they love it, which is fine because there's plenty of ongoing going games that um don't deserve that type of support that get it. But uh maybe based off of what you state and what everybody else state, it's worth the worse it's worth it. Best mobile, I don't care. Best mm-hmm. indie um 12 minutes death door inscription kina's bridge of spirits loop hero kina won that i like 12 minutes a lot i thought it was a pretty cool concept um death door i never heard of inscription i never heard of loop hero i never heard of have you heard of any of those josh uh, Loop Hero, no. Death's Door, I think I've seen it. It's kind of like a Dark Souls game where you play as like a crow, I think. Um, um yeah, I, I think, like you said, Kina was the standout and had the, the most budget. press and yeah. biggest budget. So I would expect it to. It was like the biggest, and I, I don't know if they consider it an indie. I was like, I don't know if I consider it as an indie. Maybe because it's a small studio, but y'all really got a big budget behind y'all, so stop playing. But uh, whatever, they 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 swept those indie categories like no other. Um, yeah. Games for impact. 
I don't really know what that category means. I think it's more, um, I think it might be the LGBTQ or like a minority type because it's like Life is Strange, True Colors, No Longer Home, Chicory, Boyfriend, Dungeon, Before Your Eyes. So I'm assuming that might be um, what that category means, like impact that way. Um, Life is Strange, True Colors. I did want to play Life is Strange 1 and 2. I haven't gotten around to it, um, but they seem like pretty cool games. Um, but I just haven't gotten around to them. Life is Strange, True Colors. Uh, got it's got it's not there. So that's that. Uh, Maggie won for her lady. Uh, I don't know what the how to say her her let her name, but everybody was going uh, crazy over this. Oh, Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. It's tall, she is tall she lady. Is. Yeah, she is tall. So I expect I was like, uh, okay, so they really just did use her uh, scan because she is a very tall individual. Um, but Maggie won that over um, Gastel, uh Anton Castillo. I think is I don't know how to say his name. Unfortunately, Jason Kelly as Colt in Death Loop. Uh, those. I can't Osama Osama uh, she was Juliana in Deathloop <laughs> I don't know these uh-huh. people's names they tough uh, but best audio design went to Forza Horizon 5 uh, Ratchet and Clank um, Resident Evil Village Returnal and Deathloop was in that category but uh, Forza Horizon 5 won that and I'm just I'm just assuming that's based off of the cars and everything like that Best original score, in, or not original score, but best score in music went to Near Replicant. Have you played Near before? I've uh, watched, like, I watched the playthrough of it a long time ago because it was a, a PS3 game. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, we played Automata. Mm. I like the music in it. It's Square Enix always has really good music, so I'm not surprised it won. Yeah, me neither. Especially with the other stuff that's in it, Artful Escape. I would expect because that that game game is kind of around based around music. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think they had no chance against the uh, square them square boys. <laughs> they love to they love to bring that orchestra in, don't they? Uh, mm-hmm. Best art direction uh, that went to Deathloop. Um, that's pretty interesting, but I think because of how the design of the world is. That mm-hmm. that's why they won. I mean, those worlds they were like um, they were like this this mashup of 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 like this of like non. It was like it was like real world meets false world kind of mashup, and it was interesting to see and why and go through like the worlds and those um it, those places because it was kind of like mashed together. Um, in a mm-hmm. lot of different areas, but it was pretty cool. I like Deathloop a lot. Um, it's definitely a one-time playthrough type of deal for me, but it's meant to be played multiple times. But it was just, it's more so to get better at and faster at beating mm-hmm. Loop. Um, but I, I, I did like its art direction in Deathloop. The people that they were fighting against was Artful Escape again, Kingdom Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank. Um... Our, our full escape been getting snubbed. Neighbors in like six categories and they've not lost everything. Uh, best narrative. It's surprising here because 
I haven't gotten through it yet, but I did not expect that to be a strong narrative. It's Square Enix for, for one, and um, they usually don't make great. It's not Square Enix. What is that? What is that? Crystal Dynamics. It's anyway. uh, Idos Montreal. I think. I think yeah. they did Hitman and Deus Ex. Yeah, they don't really make like the strongest narratives. Uh, so I'm assuming it's based off of a lot of original content from Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, but I mean, it's still cool that they want it, but Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy won best narrative over Deathloop, yeah. which is kind of tough because Deathloop had, a I really feel like they narrative. just maybe, I don't want to say got, like you said, got a lot of Marvel leeway yeah. and probably got to be a, be creative and do like a fun little side story. Um, yeah. Which is good because a lot of those games just end up, you know, just being a copy of what a movie is about. True, and that's what I think. That's what people were surprised about is like this very can candid, but not like original. It was like original story. So it was Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, Marvel, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Psychonauts Two. So Marvel beat over those um, as well. Best game direction. Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts, Ratchet, and Clank Rift Apart. Best game direction went to Deathloop. I don't see no surprise there. It was probably out of all those games. Psychonauts 2, um, I don't haven't beaten it yet, but Deathloop had me... It had me up all night playing it because it was just like... Um, it, it kept you it kept you going and something new you know it wasn't like it was slow it didn't feel like you were wasting your time and then like this loop function that that kind of drove the story and as you kept playing you kept learning more and you kept going back and getting more information and why why this loop was current occurring and all that stuff and it had like this i need to keep going feel versus everything else in that category just not seen that way Obviously not Returnal, so that can get up out of here. At least that's just me mm -hmm. and my, my um, hatred for that game. It's not hatred, but it's just like, I don't care for it. Uh, Psychonauts 2, it, it really hasn't grabbed me in that way. I like playing the game, and I want to see where it goes, but it's not a game where I was like, dang, this is interesting. This is cool. This is happening right now. I need to continue to play it. It was more about the funny you know, jargon and understand the characters better but it wasn't really like something that was holding me on to that game uh same thing with ratchet and clank right now i mean i've only been uh, only played like two hours but it's not like nothing there that's kind of like oh i gotta keep going Deathloop, like in the first hour you meet cult you see cult again you meet him in like the future self and he come talk to you and say man you gotta get a body i'm like okay but how do you how did how are you even mm -hmm. in the loop still so that game had way more you know dynamic dynamic uh moving parts than um any of the other games that were in that category so i would expect that to win now plus best narrative too i would expect it to be best narrative but uh, marvel got it so i gotta really see why i gotta play it gotta finish it uh but then finally the final one which is this is a, like i said this took like 40 minutes uh game of the year <laughs> and this is a funny one <laughs> But I played it. I played it all the way through. So uh, there's that. But it was uh, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Psychonauts 2, Metroid Dread, 
death loop and it takes two. Jalen, which one do you think won? Uh, I don't say it one more time. Resident Evil Village, mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Psychonauts 2, Metroid Dread, Death Loop, and It Takes Two. Uh, Psychonauts? Nope. <laughs> and which is crazy. I would not expect it <laughs> at all, but it was, it takes two. Uh, that oh, was, wow. that was the game me and Karina played through about the relationships. Uh, it beat Metroid Dread. It beat Deathloop. It beat Resident Evil Village. I was really surprised by this. And I was surprised by it because that game really had to it really was more about the it was really more about the gameplay than anything i mean the story was okay it wasn't like the greatest and it was like really you know life changing it was just about it was about relationships and i think the just i think more people resonated with playing with their partner like plenty of times me and karina would be like i would like karina Please get this right. You got to actually jump over this thing. And like, we would sit there for like 14 minutes while she just tried to platform over something. I like, I'm not taking your control. I'm not helping you. Just do it. So it was like these situations. And then I, we would laugh about stuff because I was like, come on. And then I, I would fail at things. So I think it was more about the, um, the stuff that you were doing with your partner, whoever you played with. And I think that was the, probably the most interesting part of that game. But everything else was pretty standard. It wasn't like uh, something that really blew me away. And maybe the lineup wasn't that great. Or maybe people just resonated with that way more. Why do you think this game won, Josh? Like you said, I think it's more about the the social element. Um, People were able to play this game with somebody and they, I mean honestly there are not a lot of co-op split screen co-op games uh right now um but I mean that's what they're good at you know they with the what's their last game they did the prison one uh yeah, um, a, a way out yeah yeah so I feel like as long as you can get get two people in a room to play the game and have fun like it might have a better impression whereas like death loop and stuff it kind of always depend on like, did you even understand the the story and <laughs> the concept, all this extra why. stuff? Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but like you said, I feel like maybe also the the games that it went up against were not um, just the the biggest mind blowing games ever, too. So it, it it was this year, you know, they they swept through a lot of rewards. Yeah, they got three. They got three of them things. Um... It was that was interesting. I was like, uh, I'm happy for the guy because I, I I like the guy because of simply his his antics off screen. I was like, okay, he's pretty cool. So him winning that, it just was like, wow, okay. Um, you're it's, it's it's like an indie. It's not like a real large studio. It's like an indie studio. It's like EA Originals. That's like their indie thing, you know. Uh, yeah. So they so for that game to kind of win game of the year. It kind of gives a lot of 
you know, hope for people that's like making these indie games that indie games aren't dead. People can actually make games that are tailored to a certain thing and you don't have to lose. Like, um, you don't have to have a big budget behind you, obviously. But I could have said the same thing for Metroid Dread when it, it's not a big budget behind Metroid, in my opinion. I think they, uh, no. I mean, I liked it a lot and it's probably one of my, but it's not a big one of the budget. better Metroid games, but it's not like, I wouldn't say it's the game of the year. No, but I'm saying just to be in a content, like be a contender. I'm saying if that was to be a contender, I don't think Metroid Dread should have won. I'm saying if Metroid, well, never mind because it's like name value. It takes two has no name value. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it doesn't have any old history. It's literally a new IP, and it had to stand on its own. And for it to stand on yeah. its own. And when that kind of makes it even a bigger deal than what, you know, any of the other games winning. So actually, mm -hmm. I appreciate it being there. But, you know, um, I'm just surprised that it happened. I'm surprised that it happened this year. I'm surprised that um, it actually won over everything else that was kind of in that category. But, hey, hats off to it. I actually enjoyed the game. I had a lot of fun playing with Karina. I would never play another game like that with Karina because she can't play it. Mm -hmm. But it was fun to experience it and um, get through that entire game. So it's like 15 hours, like 16 or so hours of game. And it, it kind of it, 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 uh, ballooned because <laughs> the skill level. But after a while, like, and that's what, you know, that's what really made me mad. Because I was like, Karina, you, you literally beat Breath of the Wild by yourself. How are you not good at platforming by now? <laughs> like, I don't understand it. But she still was, like, incapable of doing it. So it was just, it, 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 it um... It pushed her to be a better gamer at 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 the end of the day. So it, it was just fun to play with her. But I have more memories playing that game than any of the other ones. And that's important, too. It's just because um, actually playing it with somebody else the entire way through. So I think uh, that kind of factored in. And I could actually see why now it would win game of the year if it ever got into that category because people had to really think about it. I'm like, okay, first off, it got here, but why? And probably when they started re remembering why it got there and why they played it and why they enjoyed it, it probably couldn't be matched by any other game in the category. So that makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, that was a lot of topic. Um, but it was, again, just going over all of the games for this year. Because honestly, we're not going to do like a 2021 recap. This is the best way for us to kind of give you guys all the information about all the games that recently came out and, you know, kind of sum it up in a nice little way. Because I'm not going to do that research. Josh not going to do that research. <laughs> Jalen definitely not going to do that research. So uh, this is the best way to get it. So uh, appreciate y'all sticking around for it. All right. The next thing we wanted to talk about was the actual announcements that came from it. And I'm not going to go through everything because it was a lot, but it was some things that bubbled up to the top as usual that I wanted to speak on. Um, and one thing that I guess I can go with first with one thing that I really was like happy to see. Um, and then 
uh, and then something that was like kind of wacky, I was like interested in seeing see more of. And then I kind of let you, if you got anything, Josh, that you really enjoyed, that you can talk about. Um, the first thing, and this is wacky, but I don't care. As soon as I saw it, I said, "Oh, that might be actually tight." So it's called it's Among Us VR, <laughs> and oh. <laughs> and it's virtual reality Among Us, and. Uh, I was like, well, how that's going to work? As soon as I saw it, uh, so many questions popped into my head because I was like, I liked Among Us. And I liked the social aspect of it. And I was like, how is that going to work in VR? How are you going to sneak up behind people? How you going? Obviously, you can do your task and you can almost get got it. But like trying to get away from people and all that stuff, I just think it's going to be a lot funnier if it's in VR. So uh that was something that i was like dang that might actually be tight obviously among us has died down a little bit in regards to like people actually playing it and talking about it and all that stuff just like every other game that come out uh remember fall guys nobody remembers (laughs) but they got expansion coming out with like nightmare before christmas and i was like why why y'all doing that but y'all really guys look (laughs) you please still playing fall guys Man, I make sure I'm delete that mug, bro. That's one game that I keep on there. Four guys lit. Four guys. Oh my god. I uh, still be playing Among Us too. You still? I mean, but you, I mean, yeah, but that's not like I'm not saying that they're not relevant. No, I'm I, just I know saying they're not as big as they were when you know, like every time you looked around, somebody was either playing it or talking about it or whatever. So yeah, yeah, um, no, I know what you're saying. I was talking, but yeah. uh VR. Yeah, I think the VR version is good, for, especially for people like Jalen who still play it, but are probably like, like you've been playing it for what almost a year and a half, two years. So you know all the maps, you know the meta and how people are when they lie and stuff <laughs> like that. So changing the perspective, like you can't just hide, you know hide in the corner and like peek mm-hmm. and see who around and stuff like that. You it it's gonna be a a big difference to it and. It, probably gonna be harder or like more engaging Engaging. Um, yeah yeah so that was something that i was like oh yeah uh definitely want to try out i mean i got my oculus but uh, i don't know if everybody want to log into facebook but uh we'll see (laughs) we'll see uh the one thing that was like uh, it might be but you gotta have a pc yeah yeah and that's probably a tough you know bill and some people I mean, you can't do that phone thing with Samsung. I think the Samsung still do it. I don't know. But we'll see how that kind of implement and what they do with that. Uh, but the and, and, and the one thing that I was like, I want to see more of and I got real excited about was the Wonder Woman game. Um, it's Wonder Woman. I'm like, why wouldn't I want to play that type of game? It. I forget who is. I think it's uh people it's that monolith. made monolith yeah monolith people that made uh shadow of war and stuff they're making it they're not the greatest at stories but <laughs> um we'll see i mean they got stuff plenty to play with all i need to do is figure out the combat they stole the combat from batman i would rather them you know implement it in a better way uh so let's see what they do Obviously, this W. Go ahead, still the combat from God of War. You know, good. <laughs> exactly. Do something where y'all. It, it, I just want to play with Wonder Woman. I think it'd be really cool to run around the world with, as Wonder Woman. So, uh, that's something I'm interested in seeing more. Um, 
But I guess I'll let you, Josh, what, what was something that you saw or announced or uh, something that you was like, yeah, I, I definitely want to get more information on or at least looks excited about. Um, well, I mean, I, I like the idea of a Wonder Woman game, but for me, it's a wait and see because it's, you know, I feel like. Well, just like Wolverine, I'm like, I'm I'm sold. I don't care what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that's Insomniac, so I feel like they, they uh, can't yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. mess it up. But, um, you know, they, they messed up games before. Like, Arkham yeah, Knight was supposed to be tight, and man, it was all right. So was yeah, special. it was. and But that, it, it, that was supposed to be Rocksteady coming back, you know? And I was like, mm. well, Arkham Knight still had good combat, still was, like, really pushing the systems at the time. And um, it had like it, it had that going for it, but the story was just like meh. So I was like, "What's going on yeah. with y'all stories?" I mean, it's like when y'all lost the Joker, y'all lost y'all essence. So I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> but um, yeah, but I guess for me, the biggest one that I like, I liked what they show, and I'm looking forward to the game uh, is Hellblade. Um, Cause I I played the first one um, last year and I didn't expect to like really like it because I didn't I don't really like the developers like past games like DMC and stuff. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. really good. Like I really like the story and how they really um, I guess the cutscenes are really really well directed. Like you really mm-hmm. feel like what she's going through and like like understand um, the situation and I feel like it's an interesting setting like obviously it's really really dark but they do a good job of making it interesting mm-hmm. and uh they had their little little demo like i don't know where where it takes place or anything like that but it seems like they're gonna continue to push um the envelope like graphically yeah. and what they're doing with like acting so I'm, I'm excited to play it and it's a it's gonna be on game pass so you ain't gotta worry about like the game being sh- because a lot of people were weren't happy with the first game being short. I think it was like, what thirty dollars or something. But yeah, yeah. It, it seemed uh, like a really good uh, game. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I was I was really interested, and I was like, I was like, I don't know what's CGI, what's gameplay, because it was kind of like morphing together, and then it was like, um, it was. That's it the was, only game like they always. Will like try to trick you with trailers, but I feel like that's the only game where I actually believe it. Um, yeah, because it is Unreal Engine 5. The first game looked really, really good, like almost the gameplay was almost as good as the cutscene. So I feel like they could do it. Yeah, uh, but sure. yeah, it was a lot of moving the camera and like not really understanding the whole of yeah. the gameplay, but yeah, <laughs> no, I yeah, and that's what I was like. Um, uh, it, and that's where I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. And that's the same thing that happened with, uh, which I, I don't even think I mentioned. We was going to talk about this, Matrix Awakens. It, at least until it got to the point where you could, you know, do stuff. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later um, if we mm-hmm. get to it. But um, the one thing that I was like, also, it was oh, two more things for me. It was uh, Suicide Squad killed, killed Justice League. It looked, it looked really good. It just looked at, like the world seemed fun to just run around in and i feel like yeah. they actually nailed the and this is rocksteady so this is rocksteady mm-hmm. again at least they, they sound like they nailed the banter and the characters at least 
at least they i don't know if the story gonna be lit but at least they feel like these characters are themselves they are the characters within the game and they play off of that really well and it sounds like they are putting effort into story again obviously kill the justice league is a cool concept on its own uh so i think they have plenty to get right and they, they don't have much to get wrong but you know people can always mess up people always can fail so uh mm-hmm. hopefully they don't they showed a lot of gameplay on that one um and it all looked it pretty good it looked like it was running well um yeah the movement it, looked fine yeah it, it looked like it actually had decent animation so it didn't look like non-fluid gameplay so hopefully everything still runs well looks well as they continue to push out and let us know uh you know you know when it gets closer to the release date i don't expect it to come out in 2022 but that's what they say lies lies biggest lies ever told Ooh. but you know uh until they actually move forward I, I i guess i gotta respect what they say um honestly i got more interested in forespoken i was writing that off i was like this looks stupid but it it seemed like they trying. I was like, well, I like, I thought that was gonna be a throwaway game, and I was like, why y'all doing mocap for all this crap? Why y'all getting these? Why y'all getting <laughs> bringing in people that's actually actors for this crap? Because it, it seemed like a throwaway game, like for real. It looked like um, Godfall. It looked it, it it was reminding me of Godfall yeah. when they were showing it. Like it was just like this this game that they wanted to show off how the engine can look. You know, it really didn't seem like it was gonna be a game that was really well told or had a story but there's like elements to it i was like hold up they actually bringing people in hold up they actually got storylines going they actually got people talking to one another i thought she was going to just be in this world by herself not doing nothing you know it seemed like they're trying to build out the game i just don't i just don't want it to feel pre-built you know like the world doesn't have any real character to it it's like they Found a world, they say, okay, this is the foundation. Now let's make a story, but this world trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. now I'm worried about that part. Like, what in the world is is going to make it feel like a real open world, real living world outside of your powers and just fighting enemies in it? It doesn't seem like that's there yet. It just seemed like, okay, you actually going to have a story. That's good. Let's, let's continue to build on what that story may entail and give us a little bit more insight on what you're actually going to be doing in the world now, because what it seemed like you're doing a lot of flashy junk in an empty world, which is fine. That's fine for some people. I'm overplaying games like that. So I would rather them, you know, give a little bit more than what they're currently giving now. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested, but I'm still reserved on that as well. Yeah, um, it's a wait and see for me. Like, um, it it reminds me too much of 15, and mm-hmm. I don't like that game. Like you said, big empty world, um, mm-hmm. doing throwing your sword around, teleporting, <laughs> jumping on top of trees. But I need more than that. <laughs> yeah, you, you take off, you get clipped by a light. And you you dead. <laughs> that was hilarious. You get you getting killed by street lights because it's so uh, static. <laughs> That's a static world. 
For real, man. Nah, don't talk. I'm talking about my pain, man. I lost, I lost like two hours of, I think it was like two hours of playtime, bro. The guy in by a streetlight when I accidentally took my car into a, the flight mode, and I'm like, bro, I did not do that. So I'm like, all right, just man, bro, I really crashed, and I'm just looking like, dude, I didn't even know you can die by this method in here, and I'm just like, bro, this is goofy. I did not do my this. My bad, stuff. I did not trigger, bro. Dude, I had just went for that that pity y'all said ever that little uh, puzzle cavern thingy, man. I'm like, when I really got in my car, I was like, man, I thought it auto saved. That much took flight, and I'm like, man, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. The next thing you know, I die from a streetlight. I'm just looking like, dog. I know, I just know the game. I just know I'm good. I just know the game saved because that's what good games do. They save. They read your mind and they save. That moth did not save, bro. And I died from it. I really died from a streetlight of all things. It'd be different if a behemoth came and got me or I went into something crazy. No, a streetlight, bro. A streetlight. My car touched a street pole and, and died. That's the standard world. When somebody get in the car and they put it in uh, full speed while they in reverse. <laughs> yeah. That's man. what I'm talking about. That's why I was like, All static right. worlds, man. I don't know. I can't trust him. But uh, That didn't make yeah. sense, though. But anywho, I'm, I'm off my soapbox, man. I was just hurt by that, bro. I got triggered again. Man, you you can get back on. They got a game built just for you. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? Sonic Frontier? Oh, Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. Hey, hey, that, that, that game for be tight, ain't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you saw that? You, did you see the trailer? Man, you know, I'll be looking at Sonic. I'm, I'm, I'm hip with Sonic. Bro. I'm like, man, they, I hope they make this game good. I don't know how they're going to do it, nor can I envision it. Because there ain't no way in the world you can make an open world Sonic game and incorporate all the aspects of his speed and make it fun and stuff like that. But, I mean, if hey, Sonic game, I'm, I'm wishful for it, man. Just don't much, do it like Sonic let, let, me, let me just tell you one thing. It's, it's on the Switch. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. That it's on the stuff, too. It's on the Xbox One. Oh, they're going to release the Switch version later, and that's going to be a, uh, like how they did the Final Fantasy 15, how they put that on the Switch, too. I can see if that mug said PlayStation 5, XPC, and Series uh, Series X. I, and nah, then I respect it. And I'm like, okay, they might be doing something. So oh, it's a PS4 Switch, game? Okay. It's a PS4 <laughs> game. It's a Switch game. I was like, no, it's going to be some boo-boo. It's just a light version they're gonna put on the Switch, man. They're gonna they gonna put the better version on the the uh, Xbox, PC, and PlayStation. Oh, man. Bro. That ain't how that works. You know, Sonic don't do that. When, when you ever see those second place spend some real money, they don't do that. Man, they 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 gonna change. They changing the culture, man. Believe me. I talked to uh, Mister Yuji, the old president, Mister Yuji Naka himself. Yeah, sure, bro. Mister Yuji Naka said they changing stuff, bro. I believe him. Sure, bro. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Who was Yuji Naka, the president of the uh, Sonic team? Yeah, man. Man, you, yeah. Mr. Yuji Naka said it's going to be all right. <laughs> he said his name. <laughs> he don't even know you. He said that. Man, Mr. Yuji Naka, he, he said it's going to be all right, bro. I only know his name because they said him in Shadow the Hedgehog. But yeah. y'all don't need to know that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little uh, cameo. But, um, it's... Like, I, you can't really tell enough from the trailer other than it's a big world. But, I mean, this is everybody's time to try to put it in, a, in the Breath of the Wild format and see if it works. It could, so we'll see. Uh, but they, they, ain't got a, they ain't got a good track record with uh, 3D Sonic games. 
So, necessary, Bob. But it's never gonna be a good track with Sonic 3D game because Sonic fans is toxic. I mean, yeah, that's true. You can't please everybody. Everybody want Adventure Three, and then they come out and like, oh, we want it. Actually, we want the colors too. But <laughs> then they want 2D Sonic games where they can time attack. Um, get rank eight. Like, man, Sonic fans is toxic, bro. It took me a long time to realize that that it's just a whole bunch of controversy between them. <laughs> well, you know, you know, uh, it, well, you know, you know, the, well, the, the Sonic Hedgehog two movie they had like a little extra, uh, but they had like another a trailer that came out during the thing too. But uh, the biggest, I guess, the other thing that I was like. I think I said it's Forspoken, and then it was, no, it was Forspoken, and it was something else that I wanted to mention, but did I mention it? Alan Wake? Yeah, Alan Wake 2. It's their first survival horror game from Remedy. I was playing Control again. Oh, it's survival horror? Yeah, survival horror. Horror. And I was like, I was playing Control again, and I was like, man, they really stepped up their game from Control. Well, not from Control, from um, Quantum Break. So I was like, I feel like they could pull it off especially with the the horror stuff surrounding like um remedy uh control was not a horror game but it felt like it had horror elements and um yeah i I went through and played it again like two weeks ago because it's not a it's not a long game if you know what you're doing it's not a long game at all but um uh i I went through it and i was like dang this junk is actually really good it's fun to play it's very very quickly paced and it has the right amount of stuff in it so i'm just i was like okay let's see what y'all do with the survival horror franchise and plus it's alan wake i really enjoyed first alan wake um and it had elements control had elements of alan wake's story in it and they talked about it and i never played dlc though i need to play it but um but yeah it's like you know when you go through that and you see it, I, I just feel like it's time for me to, um, it's it's time for them to, 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 to step up to the occasion. I really enjoy survival horror games. Um, and I haven't had a really good one. I still don't consider, uh, I've, I guess it is survival horror. Resident Evil Village was survival horror. I just played it on a difficulty that maybe I needed to put it up a little where I felt like I was out of ammo or not enough or resources were low. I just didn't feel that way. I felt like I was ready to bang anything that's in that game. So most of the time it was just me running around solving puzzles and um, it didn't feel like I was like, oh man, if I, if I miss this shot, I'm gone. Well, if, I, if, I don't, if I don't find nothing else, I'm gone or something like that. And there was not really that many moments like that. And, and I enjoyed that a little bit more this time around because... um. I'm getting older, I guess. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm tired of I'm tired of struggling with games for so for a long time. Uh, but I think I mean I would I I would expect them to be able to kind of create a put a new spin on survival horror. So um, Evil Within, Evil Within Two were pre, pre, probably the last ones that were like true survival horrors in my opinion, um, and. Um, well, at least that I played. I'm pretty sure there's plenty that came out. I just haven't played them, but uh, I'm respect. I'm 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 hopeful. That's what I'll say. I'm hopeful that they can pull it off. I think I trust Remedy now. Um, after Control, 
They got a little faith. I put a little faith in them, but I still remember. I still remember Quantum Break, and uh, that was pretty pathetic. But a lot of what they built on in Quantum Break, they 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 perfected in Control. So we'll see. Yeah, they can still uh, disappoint you. They got uh, Crossfire coming out. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't I feel know, man. like it look good. It look good though. I mean, I feel like the story gonna be trash, but it, I think they can do the combat well. So I, I want to at least play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's coming out Game Pass too, right? Yeah, it's February tenth. So a lot of games coming out in that first week, first first two months of um of the next year. So, uh, but yeah. that was pretty much all the announcements. Uh, other than like trailers for stuff we've seen, um, yeah, like... I mean, there was really Arc Raiders was the new dice game. I'm, I don't trust them no more, so I wasn't paying attention to it. Um, the you know Lord of the Rings Gollum cinematic trailer, it was no gameplay. I'm still not, I still don't care about it until I actually see something about it. And plus, I'm not that big on Lord of the Rings, um, so don't really care. Uh, Halo got a TV show. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Man, they need to, this me. Halo stuff is annoying, bro. I'm so sick of Halo. I'm, I'm, I swear, I'm so sick of Halo, dog. I just had to say that. Like, I'm tired of them. Continue. I was gonna say at least, it, uh you know, they they gonna put their good shots in the trailer, but it looks uh, good budget wise. So yeah, it looks feel like they that. It's not low budget. It don't look low budget. It look like they I don't care. Low budget, high budget. If it got Halo, I don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Was, uh, because yeah. man, if you if you if you've been in this Halo war for so long, we talking ten years, bro, and they still I'm like, bro, what is y'all? What else do y'all got to talk about, man? Y'all keep making up stuff. Y'all making all these games. Halo start off as a game, and then it's it's the backbone of Microsoft. They're like, hey, man, we need some more money, bro. Hey, we, we still got the Halo in your back pocket, man. You know what to do with that, bro. Go make up some stuff real quick, bro. Go make it up. Oh yeah, we talked about him. Oh yeah, we did mention that uh random dude in Halo One that was putting a book on there, but he said something funny. Yeah, actually, we finna make that Master Chief cousin do it right now. <laughs> and now he he finna had his long backstory and all oh, this type. Yeah. I, man, bro, they be they be. I've got, uh, that's my that's my soapbox on Halo, bro. They just will not let that game be a game and let it go. They keep writing <laughs> stuff and will will not stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Listen, <laughs> I've been playing Halo for X, bro. I'm tired of it. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I used oh to my love God. Halo. This man's Halo Waypoint. You hear this guy? You right. I'm triggered. I'm about to digress. Go ahead. I'm man, it's a, it's a good segue. I see you working on your segue game, Jalen, because we got uh, the Halo uh, campaign came out last week, and we played the multiplayer finally. Mm. So, so what you think of that uh, that Halo, Jalen? <laughs> And I'm going to be completely honest. I admire how Halo stuck to his roots. The fact that I could pick up a Halo game and feel like I'm, I just start playing off a of muscle memory from what I had did previously. I got I, I feel like that itself shows that I, my body, like I, I just realized I'm playing a Halo game. Like I'm tapping RB to do a melee and stuff like that. I had to go change my controls because that's not the, the regular melee and stuff. So I'm like, but basically what I'm saying is I think it's good that they made it like an old Halo. They didn't compromise themselves too much. I know what Halo 5 is a little bit of 
you know, like people had their little gripes and stuff about it, but they tried to bring it back to the simplistic form and then still making it like a newer game. I think that itself is good, but I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I played Halo before, man. I ain't, I can't say I'm too pleased about, not too pleased. I, I can't say I'm impressed for real, for real. Like, I think it's a nice Halo game. It looks clean, um, all that type of stuff. But, I mean, it's it's Halo at the end of the day. Like, I played it. The thing that made Halo for real, for real cold was the custom games in it. And they ain't got that right against it's Halo 3. So, back when people had to glitch the maps and stuff to make the games tight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, Halo, yeah. Um, and he come out swinging as usual. So uh, we did get a chance to, uh, I think we already talked about it though, me and you, Josh, we had our opinion. Like when I initially played it, I was like, it's arena shooter. I'm fine with it. It's arena shooter. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Um, I play it for a little bit, but I ain't gonna play it that much. What really like got me invested in playing it more was playing with difficult, playing people that were better than me. Um, And then also just getting, familiar with the combat in general and like all the weapons and just having those um you know having out those fun outplay moments you know it's 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 um it's my new experience of halo versus you guys's old experience of halo my previous experience of halo was halo 5 halo 4 3 2 1 did not play so it wasn't like i played that stuff all that so my new experience with Halo is probably your previous experience where y'all like enjoying um, learning new weapons. You're starting to see the benefits of sticking with the team, starting to see the benefits of running on a Warhog with the with the with the flag, starting to see the benefits of you know finessing like and c- capturing a corner and keeping that corner locked down. The maps seem real fun and and and, and well placed. Um, the objectives are easy to understand and to, you know, get get through to your head. Basically, that's what you got to do. And then it's just overall really solid sh- shooting gunplay. Um, so those things on top of it made me want to play it more. Uh, obviously, it was a game that uh, you enjoyed um, as well, Josh. So it was something that was like, OK, we can play this together because I actually like aspects of it. And it's not just, you know, Apex. But, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with what Jalen is saying as well. It's, it's Halo. It's an arena shooter. Agreed. Um, but it's more about I would play that over a lot of other games. I'll play that over, um, you know, I, w- I appreciate when people put effort into something to make it better. I don't appreciate when people put, you know, put effort into a game that's not really beneficial or really interesting or even like well crafted there's a lot of you know i haven't run into a lot of cheaters in like halo i haven't run into a lot of you know weird glitches i haven't been shot around a wall i haven't been like when i when that stuff's solid it's fun to play because you don't have to deal with that. Obviously, there's microtransactions and there's the battle pass and things like that that they have to fix on. But when it becomes to the core gameplay, and there's like not a not a lot of um, of that you know crap running or muck in the game, it's a it's a fun experience from that point of view. You know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah. Um, I can continue it's, to play it because of that, and I can continue to, you know, enjoy it for those reasons. No, it's not. Yeah, it thing. feels pretty, um, I, I guess, clean. Like, yeah. it, it's, it doesn't, it has its issues, like you said, but, like, just for it to launch and feel balanced and fun and refreshing is kind of, like, yeah, it's still, at the end of the day, it's still a Halo game. Like I said, when I played it, like, the first beta, it was like, it's fun, but anybody that doesn't like Halo or is tired of Halo, is it might not change yeah. your mind. But I think for me, compared to all the other shooters out, like I, I hate playing Crucible right now in Destiny. And it's a lot of different reasons. Part of that is balance and then like how many weapons it is and then how the community plays, like people slide camping yeah. around corners and stuff like that. Whereas like when you jump into this game, it feels even though it's, it's Halo, it feels like a pretty clean game. I can just pick up and like uh, I can just play for fun, and I'm just playing all day just because it's it's just fun to hop on. Yeah, um, it's not it's not a battle royale, which you know it has their own gripes. Not saying that the games that we play in battle royale are bad. I'm just saying battle royale. Yeah, bad. battle royale. It, it's just I mean it's it's a more popular genre now, but you, you can't always play battle royale. Sometimes you get tired of it, so. Yeah, uh, sure. it's just a good multiplayer shooter, um, and yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, I I've never gotten tired of. Well, I guess I did get tired of Halo after Reach, but um, I feel like so far this this game has been addictive enough to. I'll, I'll I see myself playing it for a while. As long as they continue to add more stuff, and I like more, it more. at least because it's a. Um, a shooter I can play by myself. <laughs> I mean, I'll play with you, but it also feels like a game I can play by myself because, like, playing Destiny or Apex, they're mostly multiplayer games where you need your party, go do the Nightfall, blah, blah, blah. But you ain't got to worry about that. You just hop on and play. Yeah, Halo, cool. Like you said, if you if you played it a lot already and stuff like that, they're not reinventing the world. They're not bringing anything, like, super groundbreaking, but it's just like a a clean refresh fill of Halo. Um but like I said, uh I think I think if they can I don't know if they got custom games and people still do it. I think if they can nail that, that would be like something that would be um like a huge selling point for it. But um I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I see what they do in the future and stuff like that. Um I was never like a huge, huge Halo multiplayer fan. I think I reached a peak of multiplayer with Halo and reach a Halo 3, I was mainly playing custom games, and Halo 2, I used to play the multiplayer a little bit, but I mean, I was a little bit younger at the time and not had like a full grasp of online gaming at all, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, so, I mean, that's really the, the, the biggest selling point for me on Halo is Halo wins because 2042 failed, um, I'm not playing Call of Duty, and Destiny is is a is a no go at this point. So, Halo wins off of that, but it's also still a good game. So it's not like I I feel bad wasting time in it. You know, I don't feel bad wasting time in it. I don't feel bad that I'm um that I'm 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 essentially playing four four objective maps or four objective games or whatever you want to call them. Um, whereas Eyeball, you know, Slayer, uh, Capture the Flag, and then um. Uh, capture the point so I, i'm having fun playing those 
and it's it's given that fix of you know getting getting more kills in an arena based shooter versus you know playing battle royale yes i can get you know a decent amount of wins but at some point you're gonna realize you just most of the time you run around the map and you have to I don't, sometimes you get tired of just running around the map. That's all. So it's um it's a balance. Obviously, we wouldn't have been playing Apex if it didn't keep fresh. If we didn't have new characters, if it didn't have new maps, if it didn't have new things to do, new things to battle up against. So as long as Halo continues to do that, that's I mean, there's no way that they can lose. They have a foundation that's solid. It's just really now keeping people interested continuously throughout it's infinite so <laughs> no pun intended but they have to they have to continue to you know elevate and continue to move forward um you know and then there's some games that people play and they don't do much different but you know people still play it <laughs> but so you know i mean uh i don't know no i ain't gonna i ain't gonna name no names but you know we, we know who they are we know where they be uh you may you talking about the one that enough. released the same game every year <laughs> interesting yeah, enough up, boy, you on the earth. <laughs> interesting <laughs> enough PUBG just finally went free to play PUBG finally went free to play so uh that's interesting i don't know for speak who up, you on the air what you mean what you talking about? we oh, we getting on vanguard Jalen. <laughs> Man, I ain't touching that guy. Oh my god! <laughs> I ain't touching Vanguard. Actually, about Warzone. Huh? <laughs> I ain't said nothing about no Warzone. What did I say? I said games that continuously do the same thing. Warzone ain't doing the same thing. Is they? Are they doing the same thing? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> uh, no. But but anyways, um, yeah. So I mean. Overall, Halo Infinite's multiplayer seems really good. Uh, Halo Infinite's campaign. <sighs> it's a little pain there. Um, I like it. I don't like the open world. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I was like, I would rather just play missions. <laughs> and I would rather get a good story. <laughs> I don't like the open world. When I got to it, I was like, man, why am I playing Far Cry? I don't want to play Far Cry. Um, mm -hmm. So, nah, I don't really like the campaign. I don't think I'm going to finish it unless there's a way to bypass the, the, that part. Um, I, think, I mean, the main thing is that it's optional. If, as long as you do the optional, big pieces. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Most of the big pieces, I just don't like having to go through it and drive around and that terrain is not built for me to go through that warthog with the, I was like, what the heck am I playing right now? I was like, I'd rather just grapple everywhere. So I was grappling everywhere. And I just got tired of grappling everywhere. And it's not like a super large map, but every time I saw the I opened up the map and I saw the extra areas that I was gonna un eventually unlock, I just got tired. And I was like, No, I'm not doing this. So um I'm not saying that the game the mark the, the campaign overall is bad i'm saying i don't want to play open world right now so i'm just not uh and i can do it in an rpg because you're most of the time you're running around you're battling things and it's not as bad um and most of the time they funnel you through stuff they don't make you like 
yeah, they consider it an open world map, but really it's just a bunch of tunnels connected. <laughs> and, and, and this is like a, you know, genuine open world. And um, I don't know if I want to run around and do bases. And I'm playing on Heroic and them fools is giving me trouble. And I was like, I'm not dropping it. I was going to play on Rec, the, the hardest one. And I was like, I'm not going to kill myself. Oh, Legendary? So like, oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I'm just playing on Heroic. And I don't, I never played a Halo game throughout. So I was thinking, okay, let me just try Heroic because I, I want to get better at the combat. I want to be able to move around and, you know, move out of stuff. And maybe if it's more challenging, I have more fun with it. It's fine. I'm getting through the stuff. I just don't like the aspect of open world right now and um maybe at some point down the line i can come back to it and i'll be like yeah this is great um but i guess how do you feel about the open world parts josh or have you gotten to that point yet yeah i've been playing a, a lot of it i'm like on the third island um okay it's it like i agree the open world is probably the weaker part of the game because like i said it's a bigger map and really the only way to get around until you unlock like flying vehicles is to grapple or like hopping your little little mongoose um yeah and i was thinking about it a lot where i enjoy it but i think that's because of the actual abilities you have like the um like the grapple hook i think is i I won't say like a game changer but if it didn't have the grapple hook this game would not be good really (laughs) but like we like you're going into a base and like traditionally in like a far cry are you about to drive up in there with your car you're gonna shoot a couple rockets blow up the base Mm -hmm. but at least in this game i feel like oh well actually i can just get literally get on top of the base just by grapple hooking and then like snipe people or or whatever and it it's been fun just being creative but um it's yeah. not like Breath of the Wild because, like, Breath of the Wild has, like, every 10 feet is something interesting to explore. Like, you, you yeah. find the Korok Sea or it's a little dungeon or it's a little puzzle. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, most open world games, in between bases is nothing in between the bases. And that's kind of the issue here. It's like, you know, yeah. you save a couple Marines and now you're going to drive for a couple to minutes another... to get to the next base another space to save a more couple marines i had yeah. i was sitting around there and i was riding around with like 12 marines i like no i was like it was like six but i was running around with like six marines and i was like ah. and then i flipped my thing and i got so annoyed when i flipped my thing i was like they're not gonna get back in <laughs> they were falling in the waterfall i was like bro why is there so much terrain here and that's yeah. when i really got annoyed but um but yeah i mean I, I liked do. the first two missions, and I was like, this is cool, and I was having fun, and then when I got to the open world, it kind of lowered, it fell down, I did like three more missions, and then I was just like, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna work for me, unless there's like, really something there that's changing, or making it where I'm really getting more interested in the world, and I, and, and you could talk, probably speak more to it, because you did more. Is there parts where you start to do things that are like cinematic, like like scenes from when you're in the space and you're you know going into the ship? Is there anything like that on the ground as you're playing through it? 
Um, it, at least as far as I've gotten, not really in the open world. Like the closest you'll get is the actual like big base on the on whatever island you want, and mm. they there'll be a boss there, and like he'll you know be on the radio talking stuff, and then you'll fight the boss at the end. And like those have been good. I liked all of the boss encounters at least, but because uh, I'm playing on heroic too. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as like cinematic missions, I haven't gotten to one yet. I know there are more, but I feel like it's a situation where you gotta you know clear out a couple areas, and then all right, now it's time to go to part two. And you're gonna do like a couple, you know, linear missions, and then go be back to the open world. But yeah, I mean. Like, like I understand, I I'm enjoying it because I haven't got bored yet. But I could definitely see why it's not uh, it's not for everybody. I, 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 it's more so because I just beat Far Cry Six, and I was like, oh yeah, that, I don't that really want to play it again. So that's what I was saying. I'm not saying like it's I don't like open world concepts. I'm saying I just did it, and I didn't expect it from Halo. So and I read about it, and I saw it, and I was like, well, maybe it's not as like familiar and then it's like completely mm-hmm. familiar so i was just like no i'm not doing this so um the, the when you get to the bases you um you beat everything and then you finally unlock the ability to go fight the boss that's when i was having the most fun like the guy with the invisible and you had to you you pull out a new i'm assuming you get a gadget every time you fight somebody i i was with the one with the you know the um, yes yeah. the the, 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 the sensor so you can see where you're coming from so that was a fun fight uh, a little difficult but it was fun because um it was still like you know a challenge or whatever uh but once i got past that it wasn't like no cinematic play and there wasn't like any interesting that happened it was more so about this guy died and i was like i don't know who this guy is um and then you took his stuff <laughs> and, then, and then you left so um yeah i, I don't know i mean it, it's it seemed like it's going to get more of that and i was just like i'm not ready to play it right now i'll play it at some point but not right now um, and then he said that's like 30 hours. So I was like, no. Um, but I think overall Halo hit the mark for a lot of people and that's good. Did it deserve a nine? No. Um, maybe, uh, maybe a seven and a half. I give it a 7.5 out of 10 because of the multiplayer. Um, but Overall, I haven't beat the story, so maybe the story goes somewhere that's maybe interesting that I'm just not seeing yet. And maybe I just watch it online because that might be the best part, best way to, to kind of get the story. Because um, I kind of wanted to play it, but it might be something that I just don't have time to do. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, Halo. I think the last thing we want to talk about real quick, because it got to be quick, um, is the. Um, matrix awaken um that was pretty amazing did you play it josh play it i i downloaded it. i haven't played it but i've seen a lot of uh videos and stuff about it hey man if games can look like that soon that'd be pretty amazing um but the world the way it was built being able to like i watched the whole digital foundry thing but i played it too and i wasn't even I, you know, you know, when you look at something, you don't really, you don't really formulate what is all it's doing. So somebody had to break it down for you. That's what Digital Foundry did for me. Basically, when I was looking at it, I was like, dang, this is tight. 
it's just like really like really long and really dense areas and you can see all the way through i don't really see any popping i don't see anything happening and then they kind of start breaking it down like why it's happening i never knew anything about the nanonites or nanonites nanite yeah nanite i didn't ever knew anything about that i was like okay so this is a better way of streaming in data and where it don't have to load and i was like oh that is game changing so then there was like other things where they were talking about how the file sizes, they were talking about speed. Uh, they were talking about, you know, how they switch out uh, during collision and, and like how is like a problem with that. But they were just talking about all this stuff that was kind of going on with Unreal and how they were able to do like ray tracing. And it was very not not very taxing and then the super resolution and all that stuff. Um, and I feel like it's very feasible for people to do that now. Um so that game looked really good, especially if the cutscenes mesh with the actual like um, world. And then when you finally get to walk around and like use the crane and kind of go through stuff and go through the buildings and kind of see everything, it was very detailed at that. So, and they said it didn't have to take that long to generate the world, which is crazy to me. It's like they're generating it like on a weekly basis or something like that. Um, but I just felt like. It was a really good showcase for Unreal Engine 5. It didn't seem as static as I thought something like that would be. Um, like, mm -hmm. the, the characters seemed to, like, um, they didn't seem like they were, like, you know, copy and paste. Obviously, there was some, um, you know, there was all pre-generated and all that stuff. And it just seemed like, uh, like the next generation of gaming, per se. I don't know. When I saw it, I thought this got to be like CGI the first part. Some of that stuff was in real time. Some of the things that they were showing in there was real time. So the, even like him walking around Keanu Reeves after it cut past uh, Morpheus and like went to back to them, that was actually a CGI character. I mean, not a CGI but like a, a digital character of Keanu Reeves and then like the whole scene of him doing the Matrix old stuff. That was all real time and all of that stuff, it just seemed really, you know, advanced. And it was like being done and running on a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or an Xbox Series S. So it just made it seem like, yeah, games are going to look a lot prettier in three years. Um, and maybe when people actually start to utilize the Unreal Engine 5, I heard that there are still some issues with it or something like that, but... Overall, I was pretty freaking impressed. Um, and I thought it was, I thought it looked pretty impressive, uh, just from that showcase alone. I mean, obviously, I was like, okay, this finna end. This ain't nothing but a little demo. And then you got to walk around the whole place and drive around and everything. So I was like, wow, this is really actually here, and this is actually working. You can actually walk around and interact with it. So it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything I've seen of it seems uh, really good. I've I've used um, Unreal 5 before and tried out their other demos that they had. And this was the first one that actually seemed like a... Even though it's still a demo, it still feels like it could be a full game. Uh, yeah. The other ones were more like, you know, this is one environment and mm -hmm. there's like one enemy and stuff like that. Where uh, this really shows what they can do. Um so I at least even how to put it, I feel like 
Unreal 5 is going to make a situation where you're going to start wondering why more developers don't use it. Because it's, mm-hmm. I mean, at least in my opinion, it's pretty easy to use as far as like what you're doing game development wise. And the mm-hmm. things that you could do with it uh, are really good. So unless you're like Guerrilla Games and you're making your own engine, it feels like where everybody should be put in their resources. At least if you're trying to like make realistic looking games so yeah i agree uh, i think i think it has a really a lot of good features a lot of automated features that you don't have to waste time on to make to kind of really create the world that you want to create so we'll see i think um i think this is gonna get a lot of people talking about it is this i think this worked i think this is a, a marketing scheme that truly worked in a lot of ways yeah because, and the matrix is a good pick because yeah it's like that's all it's all well about. With, with their, yes. <laughs> yeah it's what they're about making a digital world for people to walk into and it's like you can't tell the difference so that is exactly what it is so um yeah i think it's uh pretty cool so uh that's pretty much it i mean we got we talked about a lot today so i appreciate you guys if you definitely got to the end of this at the hour and 40 mark so i want to Thank you for sticking around and listening to the House of Wolves podcast with us. Um, again, that's Jalen, Josh, and myself, Deontay. Uh, you can always find this on my YouTube channel at BCD Universe, as well as where you can find most podcasts because we're in um, we're in the what is that the the internet sphere? We're there. We're 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 where the podcast be. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Um, and we will talk to you guys or do y'all have anything else to say? Y'all good? Y'all got anything for the people? No. Oh yeah. The body. No, they, they got a lot of us no, today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all, as y'all heard it, they good. Y'all good. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Peace.